0: Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Maverick Sports. I am Danny Williams along with Danny Bailey. We're the double D's. Danny Bailey in today with me. How are you, sir? I'm quite well. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, trying to, you know, I turn the page, um, start to think about the Raiders a little bit. uh trying to get the broncos healthy trying to think about all the positives and um trying to think about all the things the broncos can build on off of what again in the end was a quality win um against a very high quality opponent so happy to be here shout out maverick sports the mav sports app go check it out um I've been doing a lot of betting on the app. I am a parlay builder. Uh, The app is easy to navigate, super easy to use. Um, I took advantage of that deposit of um, up to $300 that they will match if you are a newbie. Uh, I suggest you guys do that, too. I'm going to do my best to take all of their money. So uh, we appreciate Maverick Sports and their partnership in this podcast. Go check them out today. Um, But also, let's win lots of money. Danny Bailey, okay? So we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I think that uh, how football works a little bit, I said it on the podcast yesterday that while everyone's kind of got, you know, the juices flowing for the Giants and the Cowboys have a backup quarterback and a coach no one really likes and, you know, a big mouth owner. It felt as though the Giants were going to win last night. But, like I said at the end of the podcast yesterday, the Cowboys win. That's mm-hmm. how the NFL works. It's this law of averages NFL thing that, like, finds its way back to, like, the medium a little bit. And it's weird. It's wild like that. My fear is that the Broncos are getting the O and 3 Raiders at just the wrong time. And that the Raiders probably, even though – you know, again, we're going to, uh, I got to hang my hat on um, the fact that I thought the Raiders would be down this year, despite Devontae Adams and de- and despite Josh McDaniels. Nailed it. But I don't think they're 0 3 bad, and I definitely don't think they're 0 4 bad. So they might have one coming. The Broncos could be getting the Raiders at just the wrong time. Okay. That's my fear.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of weird to say because they are 0 3. But like you said, this is the team that right now is at the, bottom of the division that a lot of people before the season especially here in this market we were talking about this is one of the best divisions in football and they haven't necessarily looked like it not so, at all so this is a it's kind of a make or break for
0: josh well, mcdaniels the, for raiders the raiders just have to have it because if you're zero and three you can uh, be one and three find your way back to five and five and then make a run at um a, you know a wild card spot mm-hmm. you're oh and four your season is over. Yeah. It's just the, you know, the reality of it. So, the Raiders are going to get their best stuff, but also, you know, as I'm kind of pro and conning this whole thing, the Broncos played a spectacular defense this last weekend. It's a, a way higher level of quality of defense than than the Raiders. Yeah, probably top 3 in the league it's going to be a lot easier for the Broncos this weekend. They're going to go put this thing together, and they're going to go score in the 20s, maybe in the high 20s. Yeah, For one, that's all they have to do is get to 30 points one time. All of a sudden, that – you know, PPG average goes up yep. uh, and erases uh, like the 11 point game and all of a sudden it looks like and you feel like the Broncos are a team that can go score a bunch of points and has a really special defense. So you have not seen the best of the Broncos yet. We have not seen it at all. Not nothing close to it. It's a work in progress, a uh, progress, and the Raiders are the ty- the exact type of team to go out there and showcase all of your skills and all your abilities. So, same thing goes for the Raiders as well. Um, Brandon Jacobs is a, a talented back. Hunter Renfro is a stud. Devontae Adams was the best receiver in the NFL over the last couple years. You got a great tight end. Your offenses, you got pieces on the offense. The defense stinks. Yep. Okay, but that's. Um, you know, this one probably has 26, 24 maybe written all over it. I hope the bron. I hope that the Raiders don't score more than fourteen points or sixteen points, and this, you know, the legend of this defense grows. That's what I'm yeah. hoping. But you know, it's an interdivisional game against two teams that, for one. Um, both haven't played great ball. Maybe they play great offense against each other, and uh, just the early feeling I'm getting about this game a little bit. So, while my biggest fear is not anything that is going on uh, on the field or on the sidelines with their players or with their coaches, it's the um, the football gods and the football law of averages that you know could simply find the way find a way to get the Raiders and win at the expense of the Broncos who would move to 2 and 2. 2 and 2 don't feel all that good. But uh I'd say 3 and 1 would feel spectacular.
1: 3 and 1 would feel great especially after how it started with how high expectations were and then the big letdown that first game Monday night in Seattle. But yeah, a couple of stats here on the Raiders side of things. They're giving up 25 points per game and they've They've lost in a couple different ways because they've had a couple failed comebacks, and then they blew the big lead to Arizona when the Cardinals and Kyler Murray came back and beat them in overtime, but Raiders, you said their defense is bad, especially in the passing game. They're giving up 273 yards per game to their opponent, and they're giving up over 100 rush yards, and... They're only rushing for 80 yards. So if the Broncos can really zero in on shutting down Devontae Adams and Derek Carr in the passing game, then they've got they've got almost an easy win for how bad this team has looked at times, but the offense has to show up. So this is it's honestly it's a big test for both teams because Sure, on Sunday night, that was the first real test the Broncos had because they played a good defense. They played a pretty good offense. Yeah. But Jimmy G hadn't been the guy all along. He hadn't necessarily been in the flow of the game. And so with Derek Carr being so in tune with Devontae Adams and the two of them being as closely connected as they are, it's going to take another stellar defensive effort to get a win in you. Vegas.
0: I think that a little bit, I, I agree. Yeah,
1: I hope you're right. I hope the legend <laughs> no, no, of I'm the defense continues to grow here.
0: Just uh what you're saying though, I i don't know if that relationship and all the history, all that I don't know if it's all that it's cracked up to be. Because part of what made Devontae Adams so special was Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I mean like the, the maybe the biggest part because Devontae Adams just doesn't go to any team over these last seven or eight years and is the kind of player that he's been in Green Bay. We all know that. We know what a quarterback can do for a receiver's career, everything. But I would say just that maybe um, the Devontae Adams has, you know, thrown the offense out of whack or something in a a weird way somehow. Um, You know, I I would have rather Tyreek Hill over Devontae Adams. I'm not saying that was a thing. But now looking at the value of Tyreek Hill, how he's so uncoverable and you can do literally anything with him. And he's just kind of so quick. Devontae Adams is great, but he's – you know, yeah. receivers going to go down the field and make plays. For sure, Tyreek Hill is just uh, one of the five or six most unique athletes and dynamic athletes in the entire league. So, um, Yeah,
1: you're seeing it on both sides with Tyreek, too, because the Chiefs are struggling on offense, and the Dolphins look unbeatable on offense. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill, special player. Yeah. I still think Devontae Adams is up there among the upper echelon of receivers in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sound like I got sour grapes or anything, but I think it comes down to Josh McDaniels. He's just maybe not that good of a head
0: coach. Oh, totally. For one, I'll say this. Uh, Josh McDaniels is, uh, though he's probably 44 years old, you know, something like that, is already one of the greatest coordinators in the history of the NFL. Period. He a Dick LeBeau but uh, Wade Phillips, the guy, has been an incredible coordinator of offense. Um, the guy who was, you know, the middleman between the guy who was the middleman between Tom and and Bill Belichick. Yeah, and you know, very very special and unique of an offensive mind, and uh, it doesn't translate to being a head coach. Does not translate to being a head coach, and uh, I, I, it's. Like, what is it exactly? Man, it's everything from he's just kind of got a jerk face sure. to the way he handles and talks to the guys to not being able to buy into him as a leader, a leader of men. Um well, we saw
1: that with Vic Fangio, right? One of the great defensive coordinators in the game and then came here to Denver and couldn't necessarily do all that extra head coach stuff. Didn't build the relationships with the players. The players didn't really buy into his style of coaching. And we saw how that worked out. And Vic is uh, no longer a head coach. So yeah, it's there's definitely different skill sets necessary to be a great play caller versus a great head coach and not everyone can take that step. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this game because I think that it gives both teams an opportunity. Um, Obviously I want the Broncos to capitalize on that opportunity more and actually get the offense firing. Yeah. But regardless, it's going to be a battle. It's a divisional game. It's Broncos Raiders. And there are people that harbor a lot of hate for the Raiders around here. And I don't know how people in Vegas feel about the Broncos because I don't know how how passionate the fans are there for for the Raiders already. Um, I think in Oakland it would have been a little different. Um, I'm expecting to see a lot of orange in that stadium on
0: Sunday. I am too. I'd like to be there. Oh, it would be so fun. Yeah, um, you know my son's nine. We do all kinds of stuff. Vegas in the right the right place to bring, yeah. You got to wait
1: a couple of years to and bring and then you
0: but on. we'll get there. <laughs> you know, we'll get there. I've, I've never been to the stadium. Um, Man, I'm looking forward to it. Now that, again, it's like I'm looking forward to I'm not dreading the weekend like it was with Fangio and all the things that were going to go wrong. Um, I'm on the, you know, I, I'm, I'm higher on the Broncos than a lot of people right now who are maybe down on what's happening with Russell, with the offense, with the, um, what they think of Coach Hackett, with maybe the talent on the offense. Those are all things, too, when you're struggling, that need to be considered, but... Man, I look at it like there's one undefeated team in the league or in the AFC. It's the Dolphins. Um, everybody else is um, would be uh, sitting where the Broncos are. It would be happy, to, you know, desperately uh, happy to be two and one. You know, uh, teams like the Raiders, the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert looks like he's got some busted up ribs. Um, that's that's how the Chargers operate through injuries and you know disappointment. That's who they are as a franchise, and as the a, Chargers, and yeah. as a brand. That's just who you know how who they are at the core of them. Um, the Chiefs all of a sudden look vulnerable and, uh, the Broncos are playing against the and three team this weekend. I'm going to try to act as though they're doing that and not act like the Raiders are two and one playing against another two and one. So while again, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just fearing the idea of the Raiders finally get one. Now, I don't fear Derek Carr throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I'm not worried about Josh Jacobs. I'm not worried about Josh Jacobs having a big day. I think the Broncos will have his number. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball very well against us. And uh, that's it. You know, Josh McDaniels, I hope he lets the emotion get the best of him wanting to beat the team that, you know, fired his ass after a year and a half. And it's just that on a Tuesday, you know, we're going into it on Tuesday, and I like that. But I might feel different on a, you know, uh, tomorrow Uh, On Thursday and Friday, that's the beauty of it. Um, Yeah, how much of a concern is the DJ Jones concussion for you? I think it's a big concern. I think he's um, one of these guys who doesn't do stat sheets you know fill-ups yeah. and he's the
1: spearhead of that he's a leader line.
0: he's a great player he came from a great team mm-hmm. where he was groomed and the pedigree all that kind of stuff makes for um what i think one of our my 10 best players on yeah. the team he's you know what i call a pillar he's a for pillar sure. guy he's a holding it all up kind of guy and this defense man is just looking like um something special here and i hope they can continue to build off that that's my goal and i might even be more satisfied if they can continue to do that even if the broncos only get to 20 and they win some kind of 2016 2013 2010 uh 2017 because the defense will have you know won us that game as the offense is still learning how to put it together and learning how to be great so yeah broncos um,
1: two and a half point dogs right now I, I, I against t-
0: a, a team that has not won yet i mean it seems like easy money for me in a game that i said was 26 24 exactly, that half yeah. little point is will it will cash well, me out. If, so. yeah
1: if you're if you're the broncos and you're the underdog it doesn't matter if if you're winning the game, spread doesn't even come into play.
0: Uh, shout out to Total Beverage. They're partners in our podcast as well. Um, they will deliver to you, which is kind of very cool, unique. They do the curbside service stuff. Um, they they, they their customers with really cool events, with uh, great specials and offers on the stuff that you buy, you know. Um, I really love these guys. They're they, uh, I've tried to go there all the time when I can because everywhere else is just too expensive. They're super convenient. And, um, I appreciate that, man. Even like I said, for those drink recipes that they'll throw up there online when you're like, just, you know, tired of a beer, want something other than a margarita. Let's go make a little something like, uh, James Bond asked James, Bond, what does he ask Ooh, for? Shank not stirred, Right? not stirred. Yeah. Shaking, not stirred. Okay. Um, but yeah, totalbev.com. Go check those guys out. Uh, we could kind of wrap it up here. Um, I'm moving forward as a Broncos fan and not looking back. I'm not – I don't believe it's anything like anything that's happened here in the past couple few years. Eli Manning takes a little bit of shot at maybe the punter that got all that money. It's (laughs) funny, but that's how Eli rolls a little bit, man. And Eli's got a ton of respect for Russ Wilson. They've played each other a lot of times over all the years. Um, I think this is the weekend where the offense shines. Um, For one – Week one, the emotion was so thick and rich that yeah. it got the best of uh everybody. Um, at least on the Broncos side, Coach Hackett, uh Russell Wilson, maybe our fan base, as they were as the Seahawks as a fan base, as a team and as a coaching staff, all just desperate to go out there and beat Russ. Yeah. To show Russ, you know, you know, he he, you know, bailed on us. Whatever you may think about it, and you know, while the Broncos had his back, the, it was too the what they had was too powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, what Rud, Russ was going up against was too powerful on, on that day. Yet that was a game they should have won. Yeah, Seattle wanted yeah. to win the breakup following week against the Texans. They're one more year uh, now. You know, another year into um, their, what was their rock bottom? Last year was their rock bottom. Uh, Lovey Smith is a professional coach they played hard against the Broncos they played hard in week 1 to come back and tie the Colts and they just played hard in week 3 to come back and tie it 20-20 to against a Bears team that's probably their equal so the Texans are no rollover you went and beat a Texans team that believed in themselves yeah. and showed that then you had to go beat them they didn't yeah. roll over um, and then the 49ers man um, they were in the NFC Championship game last year that's a real team That's a real, real team that's going to make some noise, will be a playoff team, will be a contender. You just beat them. So I don't look at it like, oh, the Seahawks, and then a poop uh, Texans team, and then a 49ers team. with No, I don't look at it like that. I look at it as you um, – it's hard to win games in the NFL. Anybody, in any week. The Browns, the uh, Jaguars, look what they've become. I mean, like, who's – you're never down for long in the NFL. And, you know – (laughs) <laughs> it's setting up for the Broncos, but also you have to create your own luck. You know what I mean? It's when oh, luck yeah. and preparation, you know, have sex together, and then you get no way. It's luck and opportunity meet together, um, sexually, and luck happens. Preparation, S- <laughs> yeah.
1: Preparation <laughs> and opportunity. opportunity, yeah,
0: yeah, something like that. That's right. We got it. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. Danny, thanks for doing the podcast with me. Any other yeah, kind of final thoughts about anything? You know, I'm, uh, I'm...
1: How you feeling? I'm actually, I was very down after week one. I was still down after week two. Understandably. And then during the game week three, I was down. But when that defense kept making plays and the Broncos eventually get the win, I'm back up. I feel I'm you. way up. It's like, so I'm excited for the Raiders game. I think that we'll actually get to see something fun, maybe. Yeah. And, uh the the cut down of penalties yeah was very nice and i think that that's that shows nathaniel hackett kind of leading these guys in the right direction and we're gonna see him continue to develop as a head coach um if the offense starts firing this is gonna be a contender
0: i agree i think it's a matter of time um Russ is a very elite, high caliber, a level a quarterback. Maybe he's not the highest of tier one anymore, but again, there's about only five or six guys who I'd even consider over Russ. Um, no excuses, but it's the realization of this just not going to be an overnight you know, happenstance for these guys. Tim Patrick was a, is a huge loss. Yeah. Can't underestimate the loss of Tim Patrick, what he would have meant for this team. Uh, now and and moving forward. Very much so. Um, he'll be back next year, and I think um, it'll be, you know, he will. I think he'll be a great fit, fit with Russ. And it sounds kind of sad, but if it, you know, I mean, I'm cold blooded to say, but if it was Jerry Judy that goes down and not Tim Patrick, it's like we wouldn't even know Jerry Judy was gone because the offense would be a lot better, a lot more mature, a lot more professional. Another weapon that doesn't just, you know, have great. Feet and route running. A great receiver does everything: the blocking, the dirty work, all the leadership. That they're they're missing that. So um, we got to find a way to overcome that. Find another guy to rely on. Uh, go sign Odell Beckham Jr. No, I didn't. mean that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's Broncos. But P's we podcast. know we
1: can rely on Corlin Sutton.
0: Absolutely, yeah. fifth in the league in passing yards, behind uh, Waddle and and Tyreek. Tyreek yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, let's got two dolphins like that. You know, the dolphins will fade a little bit, but it's a good story. Yeah, it's great good story. story it is. Um, that's been the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate you guys. Danny Bailey's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. I'm at tweet Danny on Twitter. Catch the radio show from ten to noon every single day at Mile High Sports Radio 98.1 FM 107.5 HD3 or just watches at milehighsports.com. Danny produces uh, our afternoon drive show from four to six and is doing stuff here all day long as well. So you can go catch. Catch him up. Um, He's kind of like a like a a real star of that afternoon show with those two young little (laughs) whippersnappers there. So they kind of need you. So, Um, but yeah, man, appreciate you. Maybe we'll get you back in the rest uh, sometime the rest of the week. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, listening to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Try to do a good job for you guys every single day. Shout out to Maverick Sports. Um, Go check those guys out. Uh, Take advantage of that three hundred dollar deposit bonus. Even if you don't got the three hundred, you know, man, fifty turns into a free fifty, and then go win. On it. Um, free money's free money. Free money's free money. Be smart with your money. Be uh, cash it out and go buy you something nice. Uh, appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.